What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome to Snap Judgment AEW. This is your weekly review of what happened on AEW Dark on Tuesday, as well as AEW Dynamite just got over just a few minutes ago. Um, I am Detective Mark Smarks, and I will be your host for this walk down the AEW memory lane. Um, I want to remind everyone that Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, so if you want to know more information or see the other Tatnus Co. Network shows, you can just go to Tatnus Co.com to find links to all of the Tatnus Co. Network shows um, on whatever platforms you need. Um, we're going to start off here by talking about AEW Dark. Like I said, AEW Dark uh, took place Tuesday, and um, they called it a double show, but I don't think it really was all that double show. Um, so, uh, but it was still really good because they actually debuted a lot of indie wrestlers, um, gave them a shot. I don't know if any of these people are going to end up regulars on the show um, or not, but it was kind of neat to see um, what happened here. Um, so, you know, we started off uh with i mean well i'll run down the card real quick jake hager with sammy guevara out there versus joe alonzo joe alonzo's made appearances on sammy guevara's blog all the time so there's that uh kip sabian with penelope ford versus shook d cold cabana versus brandon cutler scu which was frankie kazarian and christopher daniels versus sean spears and his new tryout partner robert anthony with tully blanchard out there as well and then the natural nightmares uh dusty Rhodes, dustin Rhodes, i should say and qt marshall with brandy Rhodes versus two new guys john cruz and matt sells and finally joey janella and sunny kiss versus Corey holis and mike reed um so like i said a lot of new names um on there that we didn't really know but it was kind of neat to see them give uh, a lot of independent people a chance to to show off what they could do of course it did mean that there wasn't a whole lot of surprises on it so to start off jake hager uh beat joe alonzo which we really aren't surprised by it well the natural nightmares uh went out there and beat uh the two people that they were with uh john cruz and matt sells um you had scu uh this was about the only one that had some question because you had uh sean spears on the other side but towards the end spears just deuced out of the ring and and gave up on anthony and scu was able to to hit the best melzer ever uh, for the win on that one. And then Spears came back in and just beat the tar out of uh, Anthony and and was done there. And then uh, Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus Shug D ended with Kip Sabian winning. Um, yeah, Sabian locked in the octopus submission and Shug D was a, uh, wasn't able to hold on and tapped out. Um, and then Colt Cabana versus Brandon Cutler. Um, Colt Cabana so far is undefeated in AEW, and Brandon Cutler is what's the opposite of undefeated? Defeated? 
Um, so, so it was no surprise. Colt Cabana won. Um, I really get a kick out of the Superman pin. It cracks me up every time. So, um, you know, I, I enjoy that. And then Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss versus Corey Hollis and Mike Reed, two people that I'd never heard of before. Um, but uh, they seemed to do pretty good all in all. But uh, Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela were able to pick up the victory on that one. Um, it was a fun show. Uh, like I say, not exactly um, it, surprising any of the, the results. They basically went the way that uh, I expected them to go, right? So, um, moving on to AEW Dynamite tonight, um, it started off and you had just Tony Schiavone there, as well as Cody and Kenny Omega on commentary. And throughout the night, uh, both of them would have matches, both of them would duck out to go do their matches and then show back up on, on commentary later, um... So that was kind of interesting there. Uh, they had previously announced uh, some segments and then had to do some changes, but the um, the uh, announced matches were going... Uh, the final matches were Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford out there, Jake Hager in action versus somebody, uh, Brody Lee versus QT Marshall, Kenny Omega versus Sammy Guevara for the AAA Mega Championship that Kenny Omega holds, um, which was kind of interesting to see the AAA, uh, AAA champion on AEW Dynamite. Um, and then Chris Jericho was going to be confronting Matt Hardy, and then what I kind of expected to be the main event, and it turned out to be uh, I think the kickoff match was uh, Cody versus Jimmy Havoc, so um, it was a kind of nice little thing. Brandy Rhodes again doing ring announcing in place of Justin Roberts. She did it last week, and on the lower third, it, it had the joke about she swore she was never going to do this again. And this week, it just said she's really pissed off or something like that about it. So, um, so yeah, it started off with Cody versus Jimmy Havoc, um, which is a, a match that I didn't know I wanted to see as much as I did. Um, it's just kind of a shame that it wasn't able to get put on the bigger stage like like we would have really liked to have seen it on, um, where maybe, you know, they could have bled a little bit and, and had a little bit more violence with it. But it still was, was a fun match all in all. Um, in the end, Cody uh, hits the reverse suplex, the crossroads, and gets the one, two, three. So a win, Cody by pinfall. He then goes back on to comment. Well, before he goes back on the commentary, they show a promo with uh, Jake the Snake um, and Lance Archer talking about, well, I think it was just Jake the Snake but talking about how Lance Archer was going to be um, there to destroy him basically sitting by a fire uh it was really kind of a neat promo but it was kind of weird setup with cody just standing in the ring watching this video on the screen um anyways uh it goes cody goes back onto commentary um and then they move on to a vignette with darby allen talking about how uh he's gonna beat up kip sabian and then they have the match darby allen versus kip sabian a nice match all in all. Kip Sabian um, really does bring a lot to the table, and Darby Allen's a star. We both like him. Uh, Al Darby Allen hits his uh, 
Last Supper, I think is what they call it. It's a leg lock uh, that then rolls into a pin and got the got the three count. So um, Kip Sabian gets a loss there. But it really, it was a good match uh, all in all. And like I say, I think I think Sabian's got a bright future uh, in the end. Um, but for the time being, you know, he was sacrificed at the altar of Darby. So. Um, then you had Jake Hager versus, I guess I m- had totally missed the name when uh, they announced him, uh, some indie wrestler. Um, so, uh, but it it just kind of, it was a squash match for Jake Hager to, uh, you know, squash this guy. And he puts him in the arm triangle and uh, I think the guy passed out. And so the referee called it ref stoppage. Um, but like I say, it was just a squash match. Uh, but it was really there to set up while uh, Jake Hager was in the ring celebrating afterwards. Uh, John Moxley just shows up, walks in, carrying the, the belt, goes in and then beats the tar. Out of Jake Hager hits him with the, the paradigm shift. Um I think it was really just the dirty deeds. I think the paradigm shift is the one where he lifts him up more. Anyways, uh, Moxley then, uh, on his way out of the arena, grabs the camera and says that he told told the inner circle to watch their blind spot, and he's out for blood. So uh, then they went to Brody Lee talking about how, how he's the exalted one and that he's coming for Christopher Daniels. Um, and then in the end, they had Brody Lee come out and uh, beat up QT Marshall. Uh, poor QT Marshall. I mean, I guess he he knows his his role in this whole thing. He's there to make Brody Lee look really good. And you know, QT Marshall gets a couple shots in, but in the end. Um, Brody Lee just destroys him and hits the discus lariat, which I really don't like discus lariats as finishers. They just, they don't look like a finisher to me. Um, the spin just looks silly, but anyway, um, then we, uh, move on to the main event. Um, which is Kenny Omega versus Sammy Guevara for the AAA Mega Championship. Um, and it's a, it's actually, it was actually a really entertaining match. Uh, Sammy Guevara, he's taking a lot of losses right now in AEW, um, but he sells every move like an absolute rock star. And I, I absolutely love him for that. You know, we can go back and forth whether you like his character or not, but he bumps better than most people do. And he takes these and he sells them really well. Um, he actually looked really good during this match. He definitely played the heel. There were a lot of times like where he would bite at Kenny Omega's hand, uh, his injured hand, and uh, that would give him a little bit of advantage. He would uh, slam Kenny Omega his hand on the ring apron things like that all the heel moves to the hand um uh but in the end kenny omega was able to hit a couple v triggers uh snapdragon and then uh the one winged angel and no one kicks out of the one winged angel kenny omega gets the win continues to be the triple a mega champion 
So, and then the finally, what was really the main event, even though it was an event, the but the main storyline for this was Chris Jericho is going to be confronting Matt Hardy. Um, things got a little interesting with this. <clears throat> so, it started with uh, Chris Jericho came, came out to the ring, and uh, there there was some confusion, I think, in production. Um, because he was talking, he didn't have a microphone, but he was talking to the camera, but they didn't have the camera's mic turned up to catch him quite well at the beginning. So he was talking and Tony Schiavone and Cody were talking over him. And so you couldn't really hear what he was saying, but in the end they figured that all out. And so he's out there talking about, um, how he's he's the leader of this and he really wants to talk to Matt Hardy about, you know, joining the inner circle. Uh, of course, Vanguard One shows up first and comes down. Jericho has a little back and forth with Vanguard One. Well, there wasn't much back from Vanguard One, but anyways. Um, and then uh, he called uh, the elite arrogant sons of bitches he said they'll give Matt a chance to make things right. Join the inner circle. Right. Then Matt Hardy's music hits and Jericho's looking around and once again clear up in the corner of of one of the balconies actually. There's Matt Hardy standing there. Spotlight hits him and he's standing there doing the Matt Hardy thing. And then uh, the spotlight flickers out and then flickers back on in another place and Matt Hardy's there in a totally different place. Then it flickers out and flicks back on in another place, and he's there, and he kind of leapfrogs down all the way to the front, and then eventually is in the ring. And, I mean, it's something that they can only do right now because they have an empty arena, and they could pre-record a lot of that stuff beforehand. Uh, And once there's crowds back in the arena they're not going to be able to do that if they want to continue that kind of storyline with matt hardy they're going to have to do the the undertaker lights out lights come back on sort of a thing but anyways uh chris jericho asked matt how he did that and and matt hardy just responded that he's magic i thought that was kind of funny and it goes back and forth, and you know Jericho's basically saying, "Why don't you just give up on the elite and come join the inner circle?" And Matt Hardy goes off on how you know he's older, uh, he's three thousand years old, and uh, his name's Damascus, and he uh, you know can see all the other spirits in the area that are. Uh, against Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho can't see them, but they're there. Anyways, just doing going all in on the broken character, and it's going to be really fun to see how they how they take that. Um, eventually, he he kind of implies that he's not actually the, on the elite side; that he's on his own side, but he's helping. Uh, the elite because they helped him which if you watched the free the delete you know that storyline but uh, he was struggling and the young bucks kicked the evil out of him and buried him and allowed him to become who he is now 
Uh, but so uh, Chris Jericho is like, well, are you in the inner circle or are you in the elite? And Matt Hardy starts yelling, delete. And Jericho's, no, that's not what I asked. I want to answer um, inner circle or elite. And Matt goes, delete again. And it goes back and forth. Elite, no, delete. Elite, delete. Elite, delete. Um and then uh, Matt, Matt Hardy even sings a song. Um, he sings, I think it was Jeff Hardy's obsolete song from, from the TNA days, uh, Broken Matt Hardy. So it was kind of funny there. Uh, but then Chris Jericho um, slaps him and Matt punches Chris Jericho and knocks him down on the mat, but then Chris Jericho says he can do some magic himself, and all of a sudden, Sammy Guevara shows up and starts attacking Matt Hardy from behind. Uh, then Kenny Omega and, and Cody Rhodes come running out from the announce booth with chairs to attack uh, them, and then the inner circle members back away to the stage, and it kind of um, looks like that might be where they're going to fade to black. But all of a sudden, the pyro on the stage starts going off right next to them, and then they run away from that, and then the pyro on the other side starts going, and then the camera pans back, and you could see Matt Hardy cueing the fire, so it's like he can control it. Um, so, I mean, they're obviously going a little bit more supernatural than crazy with Matt Hardy, but it's going to be kind of fun. Um, some interesting things with this that are worth at least talking about. This entire uh, show was, of course, Empty Arena, which they all are. No big surprise there. But unlike last week where they had some people in the crowd, this week they instead had people in a backstage room watching, or maybe it was supposed to be one of like the luxury booths in the arena. I, cu I couldn't ever get uh, get exactly where they were, but they weren't in, in the seating of the arena. But like the entire night, they would go back to them and they'd be like taking bets on, on who's going to win what match, and they'd be bad-mouthing things, and they'd be holding up cards uh, like Sammy Guevara used to do during the commercial break. Um that would say like this guy to my left just farted or whatever like weird stuff like that um and then cheering for who they bet on for the match or booing who they who they bet against or whatever so it didn't quite have quite as vibrant of a feel as last week's did where you had those people just right out there beside the uh, the ring cheering but it still was a lot better than what we've been seeing from WWE because there was still like this vibrancy in the ring you could hear the the wrestlers talking to each other not talking in a planning the match out or calling spots but jaw jacking but but talking smack to each other um and so it still felt vibrant and and cool um and kind of the same thing with even with those people up in the thing you still were able to hear that but it wasn't quite as vibrant and um i think they're feeling a little bit of the pinch of this coronavirus going around um maybe some restrictions that they're not allowed to have that many people in the actual arena at one time that they have to you know keep some of them in other rooms maybe even you know they they said that that was like a room backstage or or something like that but that could have even been filmed earlier entirely i don't know but um 
you know, last week I gave it uh, an eight citations out of ten uh, because I thought it was really, really good. This week's the matches were probably as good or maybe even better overall. The presentation did take a little bit of a hit. I was still very impressed with it. It's still well above uh, what I've been seeing from from most other things. So I think I'm going to do six and three quarters citations, almost seven citations. So um, all in all, a pretty good show. Very entertaining for the night. Um, I'm about to go watch what happened on NXT and see what happened there. Uh, I am excited because I I hear some really good things happened on NXT. But so uh, six and three quarters citations for AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite for this week. Um, So that will bring us to the end of Snap Judgments for AEW Dynamite. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I'd love to hear what you guys thought of it. So you can tweet at me at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter. Um, I apologize if this doesn't sound quite normal. This whole coronavirus thing has my wife working uh, from home, which means she's taken over our home computer, and I just would rather not bug her stuff. So I'm using an alternate uh, recording method for this. But I'd love to hear what you'd think. So tweet at me at Raw and Order WBU. Uh, head to our Wix site. The uh, address will be in the show notes. It's also on a pinned tweet on my Twitter, so you can go there. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, um, or you can download that Wix app and uh, communicate directly with me through that app. So I'd love to hear what you guys think of this. Uh, DA Fabe will be back soon with the NXT review, and then, um, of course, on Friday, we will be doing, well, we'll probably go up early Saturday morning, but we will be doing a SmackDown review. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for being a part of the WBU jury, and we will uh, see you very, very soon.